Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's summertime. That means beer, cookouts, and, of course, golf. So the next time you're ready to tee it up, be sure to make your tee times at 12OunceSportsRadio.com. That's right. You can now book tee times on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Yep. Just go to www.12OunceSportsRadio.com and scroll to the bottom of any page. Click the banner that says Book Like a Pro, enter your course or enter a zip code, and then select a tee time of your choice. You'll get up to 50% off each time you book through 12 Ounce Sports Radio. So when you're ready to cheat your friends like Mike did in high school, just go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com. That's the numbers 120ZSportsRadio.com and book your tee times today. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. This is Bronson Arroyo from the Cincinnati Reds, and you're listening to Craft Brewed Sports with Scott and Mike. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Brewed Sports. I'm Mike. Scott's here. That's Joe behind the computer. 
It's Craft Root Sports. Uh, Scott, are you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? I'm ready to flex this motherfucking arm, bitch! Let's do this! <laughs> Playoffs! <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready cool. for the show, too. Okay, okay cool, 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 cool. Joe, how you doing, man? Just lovely. How good. about you guys? Uh, feeling good, man. Feeling really good. Uh, Hi, shout Joe. out. Catherine's uh, joining in the show. She said she's listening and drinking. You're welcome. Thank you for, uh, for Nero, joining. you're awesome. You're I would drink during fantastic. your show, but I'm kind of working. Nah, that's even... I mean, it's 10 a.m. Totally, I, totally I know. worthwhile. I didn't, I didn't say that little, wasn't the reason little I was Little whiskey in the coffee. Little whiskey in the coffee. Work never knows. I mean, not that I do it, but, you know. Not that they know now. <laughs> but you could imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out Nero uh, Monday through Thursday on Cincinnati Inquirer's page where she delivers the news at 10 a.m. on Facebook Live. Uh, we got an awesome show for you guys tonight. We have a huge debate on the show tonight. Blake Stevenson from Loaded Joe's MMA Podcast. Robert Taylor from MMA to the Max. They are uh, Robert's a, a Khabib fan here this weekend. Blake thinks that Connor's going to win. They are going to come on and debate live on our show and sway our opinion on who we should pull for this weekend. Because I don't know who to pick. I don't. I mean, I'm going to pick a guy. <laughs> Please, you already know who you're picking, Mister Irishman. I know it's, it's not. It's, There's no secret. <laughs> it's, it's clear as day who I'm going to pick. But we'll see. Maybe Robert can sway my decision. Stick around for that. That's going to be a good time. Um, we've got motherfucking. The Patriots are already up. I just got the notification that that game started. <laughs> yeah, the game started and it took 12 plays and they're already in the end zone. Jesus. Fantastic. Uh, we are also going to talk some MLB playoffs uh, playoffs tonight, and then we're going to talk some NHL. We, we're prepared to talk some hockey. Joe's rocking his his Penguins jersey ready to go, even though it's an outdated. That's a flurry jersey, right? Yeah, so. Okay. All right. No, just checking. It's a throwback. Uh, Joe's got the throwback. It's All no right, one younger than me. Let's get, that's a good point. That's a very good point. All right. Let's get into Motherfucker of the Week. Scott, I'll let you go first and give the first option for Motherfucker of the Week <coughs> this week. I remember to wait for the sound cue this time. I love the drop every time. Yeah, I remember to wait this time. Your first option for Motherfucker of the Week is Major League Baseball. Um uh, if you didn't know, Addison Russell, the shortstops for the Cubs, um, way back at the beginning of the season, um, and this might have even carried over from last season, I can't remember, but anyway, he was alleged by his, I think now former wife, yeah. to have uh, domestically abused her on multiple occasions. Well, later in this year, it was about two months ago now maybe, uh, details came out. She wrote an op-ed and detailed everything that had happened to her. And MLB was like, oh, wait, 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 we got to look into this again, because before they didn't do anything. Well, they did an investigation, and conveniently enough, the results <laughs> were announced right after the Cubs were eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> um, timing seemed kind of suspicious, and uh, not really Very sure. Shady. He got 40 games for a suspension, and so that'll now carry over into next year. But it seems a little weird that it took them all the way up until when the Cubs got eliminated. To That's what makes me wonder: that. like, would they have held it if the Cubs had won, and would they have still released it that same, like, at the same time, and then said, "Okay, he's out for the rest of the playoffs, and that counts towards his forty games," or were they going to sit on that no matter what until the Cubs got eliminated? Right, super shady on their part. Yes. Um, that's your first option. Uh, second option for Motherfucker of the Week this week is the Washington Capitals. Uh, NHL season kicked off last night. Capitals had their banner-raising ceremony, first time ever raising a banner uh, in, in Washington. And they had, like, three different videos before the game. Uh, 
like just crazy montages and none of them featured their coach from last year uh barry what's his name barry trots yeah he's got the trots trotsky (laughs) trotsky But they, they, no, the, the players nowhere, nowhere to be seen in uh, in any of the videos. They completely omitted. Him. Didn't mention him during any of the proceedings. Yep. Never recognized the fact that he was the coach that got them their first Stanley Cup in franchise history. Um, I know there's a beef between him and the front office. He wanted to be paid like one of the best coaches in the league. Uh, like a coach that just won the Stanley Cup? Maybe? Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> and the league said, no, we're not doing that. So he said, great, then I'm going somewhere that will. And I think uh, I saw Tyson had posted he got $3 million more a year uh, to He's go. He's on the Islanders. Uh, yeah, go coach for the Islanders. So he got his money. He's clearly worth it. Washington just didn't want to shell out the cash. Uh, and then just decided to cut him out of everything. Like, nope, who? What, so, what coach? So what coach? shady, we, man. We didn't, do, we, didn't, we didn't even have a coach last year. I know. This is all on the players. <laughs> I read something where it said that uh, Max Scherzer had more uh, time in the video than the coach. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's cold. Well, uh, wow. Well, there's your options. MLB versus uh, the Washington Capitals. Go ahead and vote on our page. Uh, just scroll down and, and click your choice. We will remember to reveal our answers at Maybe. the end of the show. There's we- no promises. <laughs> We've forgotten enough times. Uh, we hope to announce at the end of the show. Maybe. If not, it'll be on Instagram Live. Just yes, whatever. You'll find out eventually. <laughs> you see who's winning the poll anyways. As soon as you vote, you see what the results are. So it's not even like it's a surprise. Like All it is is who we're picking. Anyways, let's get into our beer for this week. Uh, this week, we have Isle of Magordo from Do South Back up. Brewing. What? We forgot to go hit that DJ air horn. Because it's pumpkin beer month, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> yeah! It's pumpkin beer season. It is. Uh, so we'll have four straight pumpkin beers. We've got two sitting underneath the bar right now with another one coming from Tavor in our next shipment. Um, so this is pumpkin beer time. Scott and I's favorite time of the year. This is where we get to turn into basic bitches and enjoy nothing but pumpkin beers. The Joe, basicest. Joe delicious. is like, <laughs> Joe's so disappointed in us that he went and got a bag of Bud Light <laughs> before like, the show. Literally, a bag <laughs> of Buds. <laughs> uh, so anyways, this is Isle of Magordo. This is one that I, I haven't seen before. I haven't seen a Florida brewery come up with a pumpkin beer. Uh, but this is from Due South Brewing in Boynton Beach, Florida. It's a lighter beer. It's only 5.5% ABV, which when it comes to these pumpkin beers... That's not a lot. Like, I'm used to pumpkin beers. Pumpkin beers usually minimum are like seven. Yeah. Usually starting off. Um, This is based on an amber ale. It's got an amber ale base. And they said that the reason why it's lighter is because it's from Florida and it needs to be able to be drank while it's hot out. Like, we're used to to pumpkin beers when it's fall time. And they're (laughs) like, yeah, it's still nice here. So it's got to be more sessionable. So 5.5%, not the best ratings. Uh, it's 3.55 caps on untapped and it's only got a 51 rating at rate beer. So in terms of ratings, it's really not that great, uh, for the style, it's a 79. So at least compared to other pumpkin beers, it's got a decent rating, but compared to all beers, people say it's very middle of the road. Uh, I had my first sip and was kind of underwhelmed. The flavor just isn't very pumpkin spicy. It's... More pumpkin just, spicy. Yeah, it's more just like an amber. It's just an amber beer. I mean, what do you think? What You're like halfway done with your first one, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I actually enjoy it. Um, I will say, though, it's very noticeable, the, the low alcohol content. Um, not that uh, a, a good beer, a good um, 
pumpkin beer will mask the flavor of the alcohol anyway, so you don't really notice. But it also, you know, hits you kind of harder and quicker and faster. Yeah. This one is definitely smooth drinking. I it's pretty solid for what it is. Um. You know, I, I'm wondering. I'm wondering though if because it's lighter, if by the end of it, I'm going to taste more of just an amber ale. Well, and it's going to yeah. lose the the spices. See, but Joe said it might be the opposite way. Um, Joe had because a little taster and said it's colder now, so as it warms up, more of that flavor might come out. As always, we'll see how it holds up. Joe, what do you think of that? You you just polished off your shot. You know, it's it's pretty good. Not you know, not too bad so far. You know, we'll see we'll see how this uh, how long this taste lasts in my mouth. And ju- <laughs> I can make something taste longer last <laughs> in your mouth if you're looking for it. And yeah, Joe is yeah, the anti. That pizza. Oh, okay. Joe Combo. is the anti pumpkin beer. I'm just blown right past all of this, by the way. Joe is the <laughs> anti pumpkin beer fan, so probably for the him saying it's it's pretty good is uh, actually a ringing endorsement. We'll see how it holds up uh, by the end of the show. Let's get into upper deck. We're <clears throat> flying through today. Get to this debate. I'm pumped. And uh, before we forget, make sure we don't. Upper Deck and Craft Root Sports is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets, owned by a couple of local Ohio dudes who are sports fans just like all of us. Minuteman helps customers find the best deals on the market. These guys are all about honesty all the time. Every time someone's got a better price, they'll tell you straight up. And Minuteman isn't just about sports or concerts. They'll help you out with tickets to any event that you want. They'll even sell your tickets for you. And guys, college football season is here, so be sure to hit up Minuteman for all of your Ohio State football ticketing needs. Or while, anywhere. You, while you're doing that, go like them on Facebook. That's where they do weekly giveaways of merchandise, sports, concerts, and apparel, and even tickets. So go check them out, MinutemanTickets.com, or give them a call, 614-943-3000, and you will avoid all the fees. That's 614-943-3000. Hey, you Shout guys out. remember Chris Dudley? Sure. Yeah, no, neither do, <laughs> neither do most people. Uh, most people know Chris Dudley from the gif of him getting pushed down by Shaq mm. off the dunk. Yep, yep, Just yep. monster, ferocious dunk, nuts all in his chest. Yeah, Chris Dudley, big, tall, worthless <laughs> white guy. It was mostly six fouls a night. Anyway, back in his Yale days, apparently he's uh, buds with one uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Mm. And uh, Brett Kavanaugh had uh, apparently tried out for the Yale basketball team and, shocker, didn't make it. What? Yeah. I, you could look at that guy and see baller written I, I mean, I thought for sure he was right, just no killing doubt. it, just slaying it on the court. Yeah, it was either Supreme Court justice or baller. Either way, he's going to the court. I'll see this, out. this would be a great time for for the last. Crickets. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, we, yeah. We need the. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> no, I was thinking more of our boys laugh from Toronto. <laughs> anyway, uh, so back in the day, apparently during one of Kavanaugh's uh, drunken episodes, because we've learned recently that he likes to drink the burr. He likes beer. He likes I like beer. beer. Yeah, we all like very beer. relatable in, in that respect. Um, Apparently, Dudley had to step into a uh, a brouhaha between Kavanaugh and a patron of a bar that they were both attending. Uh, apparently, the uh, bar patron was talking shit. Kavanaugh got into a, a kerfuffle with him, and Dudley s- allegedly smashed a pint glass on dude's head. So, yeah, Chris Dudley once defended Brett Kavanaugh in a bar fight. Super effing random. Maybe Kavanaugh should have called Brett... Or should have called Dudley to uh, help him out up on Capitol Hill. Like, I couldn't have done any of this alleged stuff. I have Chris Dudley in my corner. He would have been like, who? <laughs> but yeah, there's your random ass Chris such a Dudley weird, Brett Kavanaugh Yeah, such a weird connection. Do you think when Kavanaugh was like, when his name was mentioned, Dudley was like, 
Oh shit, I hope they don't find out about that time I smashed a glass on a dude. Well, yeah, especially since Chris Dudley is like a politician now too. Like he's into politics and that's one that I'm sure he would have preferred just kind of stayed under the radar. Ooh, all right, uh, let's let's move on. Uh, as you guys know, I'm awful at picking games. No um, doubt. I'm terrible at it. I got to throw at the dartboard again tonight. I have not gotten a single game correct all season long so far. And sometimes you just need a W. You just need to break the streak and get it out of your system, get back on the, the right track. And that seems to be the case for one gambler this past weekend. Uh, he decided to put some money on Alabama. Uh, normally, that's a pretty safe bet. Um, most of the betting world took a bad beat, though, because they had Alabama at, like, um, I don't even know what the line was. It was something crazy, but Louisiana Lafayette ended up scoring 14 points in yeah. the fourth quarter, and Alabama did not cover, so a bunch of bettors were super pissed off. <laughs> uh, but this dude, it, he bet Alabama straight up, uh, and the odds on that one was a... Minus 9,900 money line because Alabama ain't losing to Louisiana Lafayette. The only way that happens is if everybody on the team is sick uh, and is dying on the sidelines. And even then, Alabama's favored by six and a half. I was going to say, and you mean everybody. Yes, I mean, backups have to I, I mean, the entire team <laughs> is shitting constantly during the game. Uh, but anyways, this guy bet Alabama straight up minus 9,900 odds. He put down $1,600 for his bet. <laughs> Total payout, about $1.60. It was more effort to make the bet than it was worth to win it. Maybe you got to go back and cash that ticket out. I'd like my $1.60, please. <laughs> Big winner. <laughs> That dude was just so desperate for a W. He did not care. He's like, I don't even give a shit. How much do I win for sixteen hundred? They were like a dollar sixty. He's like, cool. Give me sixteen hundred on Book Alabama. It. I'm gonna flip that dollar sixty right back on something too. Don't let it get. Don't let it get warm in my. Maybe pocket. it was something like, hey, I gotta, I gotta tip this girl, and I don't have any. Like, I don't want to break a 20, so I'm just going to put $1,600 on Alabama, and I'm going to get a dollar back, and I'm going to tip her with that. That's the only thing that makes sense, other than this dude was just hurting. His friends were giving him so much shit for losing every game in Vegas, and he was like, fuck it, I'm not losing this one. (laughs) Alabama, straight up. (laughs) End of the first Braves end up with one hit, no runs. Oh, okay, cool. Anyway. um, Yeah, I can watch it through your screen. I appreciate you. What? No, what? What? No, I don't. That, that didn't happen. <laughs> you don't want MLB shutting us down, bro. I know. Shut, shut it off your screen, <laughs> so, motherfucker. Uh, anyway, don't put me on the camera. Uh, things aren't all good for uh, Baker Mayfield, even though he got that uh, starting gig in Cleveland. Uh, with that comes fame. And uh, this week, a model. I don't know. Instagram, Twitter. I, love these, I have no idea. I, love I looked her up on Twitter, and it just said model. Yeah, so anybody just, can just be a model these days. You don't need any other credentials other than a big ass and a G-string to be I a can't wait model. to be an Instagram model, guys. I'm so excited for that. I'm well, so excited for that punishment. Quote, unquote, model Peyton Lipset uh, tweeted out back on September 21st that, quote, LOL, Baker blocked me because I wouldn't suck his small dick for all you Browns fans out there. <laughs> crying, emo- crying laughing emoji, crying laughing emoji, crying laughing emoji. End quote. Uh, no word from Baker on whether or not this is true, but Lipset had also took a screen grab when she was showing that she was blocked by Mayfield, and that actually was posted back in April of this year, and she tweeted, quote, when he still wants that, when he still wants this ass low key. 
end quote. Man. Putting dude all the way out on Front Street. Because we did that story earlier this year where he had, you know, he's loyal to his girlfriend and was in a committed relationship and had turned down the, it turned down, was it Mia Khalifa or somebody? He turned yeah, down somebody who was some, out there being thirsty, trying to like hook I up with him. I think it was Mia Khalifa. Yeah. And so it was like, nah, I'm in a relationship, yada, yada, yada. But apparently, you know, true. I mean, you just might not have to he be just, Malia Khalifa. He, yeah, you just didn't want Mia. I mean, <laughs> in that case, Tim of the Hat Baker, good, good right. choice on that one. Uh, he's got better, he's got yeah. better, higher standards. You don't need to go down that road. Uh, man, that's cold though. Like, you got, you're flying high. You're the number one pick in the draft. You, you're making bank. And then you're like, hey, you want to you suck it? And she's like, no. <laughs> no, thanks. What? <laughs> and then she said, small. So that means she's seen it? Or is she just throwing it out? I there? think she might I just mean, be, hey, might just be like, nah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he put it out. Was just like, eh? But this was kind of. <laughs> Kind of similar to the Jalen Ramsey thing, though. Like, nah, I don't want to suck your dick. Okay, cool, fine. Block. <laughs> oh, you got a baby mom at home? Well, no, no, I don't have nothing. Block. I forgot about that yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. This, it reminded me of that immediately. I thought, oh, these guys just immediately give out and are like, oh, fine, block. If you slide into someone's DMs and then you block them, do the DMs disappear? Or can they still screen grab that? I think they. I think they disappear. Okay, so that's why these dudes are so quick to hit the block. Then could be because it's hey. You want to you want to fuck and when they're like no it's like block and then they can't mm. prove it so maybe maybe she knows it's small because he hit her with a dick pic in the dms ooh, and she that, was like ooh. she was like hard pass homie and he was like uh block uh, it's gone yeah but any smart model would have taken a pic before she <laughs> she hit him with the no that way we would get the visual evidence because these nah i'm not gonna say it. but you know they're scandalous so I feel like if she went through the the process of doing everything else and calculating it out, she's she could have taken a picture. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, by the way, DW said Louisiana Lafayette actually won that game because they actually scored, and that's a very good point. They scored twice. Nobody ever thought they'd score twice against Alabama. This is true. So they do take the W on that one, just like the guy who put sixteen hundred on Alabama straight up dollar six. <laughs> All right, uh, the Ryder Cup was this past weekend. Uh, we got shit all over. Uh, I mean, Scott I was, was right. Excited about it. Scott was one hundred percent right. Joe and I every time shit the bed. Horribly every disappointed. Time. Um, Tiger Woods. I don't think he won a single match. See, my wife said bitches be trifling. That's kind of <laughs> what. That's what I wanted to say, but I was like, all right, I'll leave. but yeah, no, bitches be trifling. So I'm surprised uh, <laughs> she didn't get more evidence. Uh, this well, this this lady was trifling at the Ryder. Ryder Cup because apparently uh, during one of the the ma- uh, one of the matches Brooks Kepka hit a drive on a par four and hit a woman in the face right in the face it broke her orbital bone and exploded her eyeball just fucking gone no more eyeball in her face she's got a hole and like a, a blown out eyeball it's she lost it gone. Yeah, well, yeah, the, there is no vision when your eyeball it explodes. explodes. Yeah. Uh, she is suing the organizers of the Ryder Cup, um, which she said nobody let her know that it was coming, which I've been to golf tournaments. There is plenty of people letting you know that a ball is coming into the gallery. It's not like people are sitting there like, hey, what's going on over here? Let me look up into the sky for a minute. Oh, my God, my eyeball exploded. <laughs> there's so many ways that there's so many ways that everything would have to fall correctly for that to happen. So this is a a completely bullshit lawsuit, but 
she did lose her eyeball. <laughs> I just don't understand these people at sporting events who are just not paying attention to when things are going on. Right. I mean, you pay to be there to watch the action and for a ball in golf especially to just hit you in the eye and blow you up. What are you doing? Well, in a, in a tournament too, like the Ryder Cup, where you only have a few groups that come by. Like there's a, yeah. like I, most tournaments you can camp out on a fairway and stand there the whole day long and see everybody come through and it's a good time. But in the Ryder cup, you're only there for like maybe an hour and then everybody's through and it's like, all right, cool. Let's move and go somewhere else. Uh, so you've got to be paying attention all the time. This lady clearly, I don't, I would love to know. I wish there I feel was bad that her eyeball got exploded. I do too. I mean, but I don't a, feel bad if she wasn't paying fate. fucking attention. I mean, I just want to know how it happened. Like, I want to see the video of the drive, so that because I'm sure they got camera angles, right? Like, they had to. And you can see right here the moment, right yeah. here with the telestrator, and there's her eye exploding <laughs> at this very moment. Eesh. Crazy story. <laughs> Not a good look. No pun intended. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Uh, we talked about the Alabama game that was ridiculous and uh, the score because, you know, Alabama does this all the time. They, they they schedule cupcakes right in the middle of the damn season. It's not just Bama. It's all of the SEC. The SEC fine. front loads their conference schedule. But I feel like Alabama's like are more, more glaring. I don't know. It just always seems like. It's because they're so much better. That's why. I guess. I don't know. But anyway, Nick Saban, he's a motherfucker Hall of Famer of all time. Uh, and it's usually the reason is because he just can't shut the fuck up in his press conferences about stupid shit. He's always yep. saying something where it's like, Nick, just shut the fuck up. Well, remember last year when he said uh, cheering for his team and like giving them praise was yeah. rat poison. Yeah, he got he gets mad at the media for random stuff. This week, stop hyping them up. It's rat poison. Yeah, and it was early in the season, as if hyping them up in you know right. the fourth week of the year <laughs> is really going to get into their heads where they're thinking anything about you know the national title. <laughs> anyway, this week he went on the attack against his own fans, and uh, we'll just let you take a listen. I can honestly say I was a little disappointed that there weren't more students at the last game. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. So, and I think we're trying to address that. Uh, I don't I, think I they're entitled it. to anything yeah. either. Uh, and me personally, I think it ought to be first come, first serve. And if they don't want to come to the games, they don't have to come. But I'm sure there's enough people around here to like to go to the games and would like for them to come too because they support the players. I'm, I'm disappointed. So I've never said anything about But if about they don't want to come, before. don't come. You know, when I first came here, you used to play that tradition thing up there, and everybody was cheering and excited and happy, and there was great spirit. Coming off winning, All right, like, now no they don't even cheer. Right. They introduce our players, has. nobody even cheers. So, um, I don't know. Maybe there's something else somebody ought to talk about. Maybe I shouldn't talk about it. Maybe I already talked about more than I should. Yep. <laughs> it's true, Nick. You yeah, did. you did. You, you did. opened your mouth at all. What a dick. The, I mean, the Cajuns only scored those 14 points. The final was 56 to 14, and at halftime, Alabama was up 49 to nothing. Yeah. But fans aren't stupid. They know that this is going to be the outcome, so why would they show up to this game? I mean, right. you know, you're always going to have fans that will be happy to go to any game and whatever, but can you honestly get mad at the, the student section of Especially, all places? Well, and that's the crazy thing. The student section, like, I, I don't know if Alabama is one of those stadiums that they don't serve beer. Like, I know Notre Dame, they don't serve beer at the stadium. So maybe Alabama doesn't have beer at the stadium. If I'm a college kid and it's I have my choice between staying outside in the tailgate lot and getting trashed while Alabama beats the shit out of Louisiana Lafayette or being right. in the stadium and sobering up, 
I'm probably going to be doing some shots in the parking lot. Like, this isn't a big game. Nobody gives a shit. Well, it's one thing if this was, like, Alabama-Auburn and the student sections weren't showing up. Right. Okay, you got a bitch. Well, and it would have been something if it was a game that had been close and it was like, you know, it would have been nice if we had the support of the fans. It turned out it wasn't as uh, a gimme as you guys think. You could kind right. of see, you know, sometimes players and coaches in sports will get upset about fan bases not being as rowdy mm. as they need to be or whatever. This one, one of them times where you yeah. justify it at all. He's just bitching to bitch about something that doesn't even need to be brought up. Catherine confirmed it too. No beer at Bama. So there you go. That's why I wouldn't go. Yep. There's no point in going. It's it's a, it's going to be rough to get me to that Auburn game too. <laughs> you better not be checking me for flasks because I'm, I'm getting booze into that stadium one way or another. <laughs> so yeah, Nick Saban. Go Such climb a, a tree, man. There's a reason why he's in the motherfucker Hall of Fame. And that's it right there. That's one of the reasons. Right. Perfectly right there. All right, let's get into our uh, our last. <laughs> she said, except, of course, that which is smuggled in, in Ziploc bags by cute co-eds. Ziploc bags? That's a good way to get some booze in. That's hardcore. I wouldn't have thought of doing that. That's way better than getting a flask. A lot of girls do it, and they put it in their in the bras, bras to make it look mm-hmm. like fake boobs. Very smart. That's double. That's Very double smart. smart. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little bit more attention and booze in the game. I mean, you know, out there winning. <laughs> do they just put, like, straws right into them? Like, make adult Capri Suns? Mm. Slap the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. look at them titties. But, nah, <laughs> they're drinkable. <laughs> All right, so speaking of uh, rowdy college tailgates, uh, this weekend, Ohio State-Penn State, the game that I lost in the Pick'em. Thanks a lot for covering Ohio State, you sons of bitches. Um, There was apparently a tailgate lot that was getting very rowdy. People were, as is wont to happen with a a night game where people drink all day long, and then things get a little crazy. Um, supposedly campus police tried to break some stuff up. Uh, there was some, some people that were, there were altercations. There was fights. People were told to leave the area. They didn't leave. So they called in the Pennsylvania state police who brought out an interesting tactic to, uh, prevent things from getting too crazy. They flew their helicopter about 30 feet above the tailgate lot, which just caused debris and tents and grills to just fly everywhere. People were running for cover uh, and they were like, well, yeah, you know, sometimes we got to do crazy things to break up uh, unruly situations and uh, to, to break up mob behavior. It's like, dude, there are families there cooking out and you've got hot grills <laughs> you, flying through the goddamn air. <laughs> you want to talk about something that could get sued for. Right. I mean, that's any injuries caused by flying grills because they decided, well, we want to break this up. And I, right. I'm like, isn't there some legality to how you they had, do this? They had cops on horses. You can't get people out of there with the horse just kicking somebody in the face. Right. Instead, you got to fly a helicopter 30 feet above the ground. That's insane, man. I would be pissed. I'd be super mad. You realize, I mean, first of all, Also, where my girl? Where my girl back? That's, that's what get, I'm get saying. Where my girl back? Like, Pennsylvania State Police, you Y'all owe me, me $29.99 because <laughs> I bought this at Walmart before I got here. No doubt. <laughs> I assembled that bitch and this I want, morning. I want reimbursed for the charcoal uh, that I used. <laughs> and I want pain and suffering for having to put that together and it being gone now. <laughs> where are my hot dogs? They are gone. <laughs> <laughs> they flew off all because you're crazy assholes. Uh, Pennsylvania State Police. Nuts, they were almost man. motherfucker of the week nominees for that. Um, but insane story on that one. This has been Upper Deck brought to you, as always, by Minuteman Tickets and by... Fake titties. <laughs> 
fake fake drunken titties. <laughs> Shout out to Nero for the t- the heads up on the fake drunken titties. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine being super drunk and being like, "Man, look at that girl." Yes. And then by like the fourth quarter, it's like, "I thought she had bigger titties than that." <laughs> Am I drunk or what? <laughs> Man, her titties are getting small. That's not how this is supposed to go. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, do we have Joe? Let's get the guys on the line. This is uh, this is going to be crazy, guys. So this weekend, Conor McGregor fighting Khabib. It's one of the biggest fights of the year for UFC. We haven't seen a, a headlining match this build up because Connor is finally making his return to the UFC. There's a lot of people who think Khabib can knock him or take him down. He's not going to knock him out. Uh, this is the perfect case of a striker versus a wrestler. Um, and Robert Taylor from MMA to the max is a hundred percent convinced that Khabib. No, 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 no. Yeah. Sediment. I know there's a lot of sediment, bro. That's like, yeah, it's chewy at the end. It's very chewy at the end. It's gross. Very um, chewy at the end. Um, this is going against your score. <laughs> Holy hell. Uh, so Robert is is convinced that Khabib is going to get Connor to the ground and he's going to win this one. Blake Ta- uh, Blake uh, Stevens. I almost said Blake Taylor. I combine the two. I, say, That's the- <laughs> I thought you were about to say Blake Tatum. And I was like, who the hell is Blake no, Tatum? Blake, uh, Blake Stevens from uh, uh, Loaded Joe's MMA podcast. He's convinced that Connor's left is going to carry him through. Um, Jim says, looking like <laughs> acting like he knows me. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Really uh, so, anyways, we have Robert and Blake. Are they both on the line? No. Is it just Robert right now? <laughs> Didn't I call it? I called it Blake. Where are you at? No, Robert on. And if Blake wants to get in on this, he can. Uh, about to lose by DQ. That's just me. About to lose by <laughs> DQ, man. What the hell, bro? Uh, man, this is insane. Uh, Keith Schillen says one of the biggest fights of the year. Who are these bums? I thought they knew sports. It's probably the biggest MMA fight ever. Uh, ever? Keith Schillen is also a fucking douchebag. So, <laughs> you know, um, take that for what uh, it's worth. All, it, be, uh, it could be on your end because I'm having issues. You're having issues with us too. Go ahead and drop that, and we'll put him back, Joe. Uh, <laughs> I like how Keith comes out with, who are these bums? We, had, we said at the beginning, we're bringing in expert MMA commentators because we're not MMA fans. Uh, so then this guy's got to come in with shit like that. <laughs> Fucking chotchball. You, you sound mad. No, nah, man, it's good. Keith's in the group. I, you know, I've seen him post before. We've all seen how how the Keith comments go. Keith likes to derail things and uh, <laughs> and mission accomplished. Blake's asking where the link is. This is a fucking shit show. Blake, this is why I tried to sound test with you earlier. Uh, open up your computer. Joe, Joe, send you the invite one more time. Where the fuck is the link? Anyways, let's let's talk real quick. So, who do you think before these guys come on? Where are you leaning in this fight, Scott Connor? You're leading Connor? Yeah. Because I've heard of him before. <laughs> you never heard of Khabib before? Until they I mean, booked, Khabib's until undefeated. They the fight. Khabib's undefeated. Yeah. You didn't you didn't hear about him when uh Connor oh. threw the the dolly through his, his bus trying to fuck him up? Oh, well, I mean with the controversy thing? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> was was it that guy? Oh, okay. Then I heard about him then. <laughs> Still didn't know. <laughs> Joe, who's your pick on this fight? Do you have a, a guess on this one before the guys come on? Khabib. 
Khabib, Joe's going Team Khabib. Is it because you think he's going to be able to get Connor down or and avoid the left? Uh, it's because he has been fighting for the past however long, and Connor's been out of it. So I'm just going with the person who is fresh and or not fresh, but uh, you know, seasoned currently. <laughs> I'm trying to get them on here, and you ask me a question. No, I know. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Um, I who ask follow up questions, honestly. Come on, now. <laughs> the guy who's trying to Stall. waste time for Blake to figure out how to get on his fucking computer. That's who asks follow up questions. Invite sent. All right, Blake, check your goddamn computer. Uh, let's let's get on this, bitch. Um, <laughs> it, is that is that Blake? Is he on? Oh, okay, great. Um, anyway, so I, I'm leaning more towards Connor in this fight, um, only because, yeah, Connor hasn't had a fight since pre the Floyd Mayweather boxing match, but he's still been trained. Like, if, if you're honestly going to say Connor hasn't been training, you're kind of crazy on that one, right? Uh, this dude is, he's, he's a professional MMA fighter. Like, he's always training. So I feel like there's, there's not going to be a gap in that. Hey, are we on? <laughs> is Blake on? Do we have? I'm we just, don't have Blake. I'm just, I'm just sitting here. I'm just sitting here listening. To you guys have a conversation. Like I don't exist. But hey, it's whatever. I well, that's because we're waiting for the uh, we're waiting for the cue here that Blake's on. And apparently, no, that's fine. Blake just can't do it, man. Um, anyways, Robert, we'll go ahead and start with you, man. Um, you're you're a Khabib. You know, fan let, let me let me let me put this out there real quick. If Blake can't get on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the, the high road here and say, you know what? I was looking forward to this because through all the bullshit that we were going through, the man knows his shit. So I was actually he looking does. forward to going back and forth on this fight. So, yeah. Because Blake, he don't know his shit if he don't get on the phone. <laughs> he, may know, he may know MMA, but he doesn't know. I know. He didn't know in 2018. <laughs> so he just goes under grandpa for that. <laughs> Uh, Robert, maybe you can shed some light because there was some bad blood. Like Blake came out hardcore when we were first <laughs> talking about this. Uh, he said you said some things um, behind the scenes that he didn't like. What what was said, man? That uh, that started oh, oh, this. Yeah, beef. you all saw what was said, and uh, honestly, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier about it. I was like, man, like why the fuck is this dude getting offended over this? I said it completely in jest when I made the whole joke about, hey, in the offseason, I said it's Mahomes time. And look, it's Mahomes time. Shout out to you, Scott. <laughs> and then <laughs> <laughs> um, he didn't. He I wasn't said, calling I've me. I've been saying it's time. Time. Wow. So, you know, I'm just saying I, I, I know how to read time. And he comes back with you're trying too hard. And I, I took it as a joke. So I said, trying too hard. Have you seen your podcast lately? LOL. Love you, bud. Now, talking to a friend, you know what? He might have taken that, you know, a little too much to heart, which if he did, that's my bad. I'm man enough to admit that. And uh, it was completely in jest because I actually enjoy his shit. Whether or not he enjoys my shit, I don't give a fuck because I do. (laughs) I'm not here. I don't do my podcast to entertain. I do it to enjoy. And I enjoy talking to my cousin no matter how boring or entertaining we are to everybody else. (laughs) So um, that's just what we do. Uh, And uh yeah, he went on his show and just started telling me. And at first, I thought I was like, oh, maybe maybe the dude's just putting on an act, you know, the Money Blake weather act. You know, maybe he's just <laughs> he's, he's just, just hyping up the character. fight. He's hyping up the fight, Connor style. Is that what you're I saying? Mean, I mean, he's. I mean, I, I, it's not his character. It's, you know, it's everybody else's world in the one, but it's what it is. Um, 
but yeah, man, I thought he was just putting on the act. And then, so I, I responded and I took the high road in my, in, in, in my response. And uh, Mike, you can attest to that. And <laughs> yeah, then I wake up for work this morning and, and see some more bullshit. And I'm like, damn. And then he drops the cunt word. And I know, I know words, sticks and stones and all that shit. And then the dude, you know, but where I come from, cunt means you're being serious. And now I'm like, okay, this dude's being fucking serious. And I'm like, okay, well. Jesus. So, right, so, so on guess, your side, is, is, there, is there bad blood on you with Money Blake Weather? On We're my st- end, absolutely not. Okay. If, if this is an act, if this is just for show, if it was built up, I I went on the show last night just to do on the call out, and I told everybody the show owes a lot to Blake. I've told him that before. But then, you know, he gets on his show this in the morning, and he's like talking to his buddy Bobby about how, and, you know, both of them are like, you ain't done nothing for anybody else. Hey, yo, Bobby. Like, okay, that's cool. I guess I wasn't there for you. You know, checking in on you every day after your bullshit you went through in life. I don't do anything for anybody else, man. I take offense on that one because how dare anybody fucking accuse me of that or not or not. This so, is it is what it is. This is so I, I man, we really need to get Blake on because this is this is intense and I wanna get to the bottom of it. Like I feel like we need a Dr. Phil session because I can't have my two favorite MMA podcasts fighting with each other. We need to we need to bury the hate on this nah, one. Ah, meanwhile I'm like Biggie, what's beef? <laughs> Let's go, because man, if he if, if he wants to hate me, you can hate me. I don't I, honestly, I don't care. I'm probably never gonna make love to him at the guy, but it is what it is, man. I just I do my thing. He's a great thing. He's been doing it for fucking years. I'm still new in the business. That's 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 well known. But man, Blake I, did, I did not know he was gonna take that to heart. So that's I, my bad. I I accept that. I know. I don't know why Blake it, Blake get to your computer, open up Gmail, and Joe is gonna tweet you or he's gonna send you a message. With the link to the hangout, and you can get in and and come and defend yourself on this on these accusations that Robert Taylor is throwing your way right now. Um, all right, let's let's talk. Thanks for the video proof. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, before we can get into what we were actually going to talk about, let's do it this way. Then, Robert, um, why do you think Khabib is going to win this fight? Are we having are we having connection issues again? Am I going? You guys going to drop out of the call? Nope, we're right here. Oh, Jesus Christ. This has been a fucking shit show. Did it come right. out again? There right. he is. Are you there, Robert? <laughs> uh, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. All right. Cool. Can uh, he hear me? Or... I don't know. Why do you think going to win this fight? I can hear you guys. Yeah, okay, all right. cool. All right. Cool. Why do you think Khabib is going to win this fight? Yeah. All right. There's a lot of reasons why I think Khabib's going to win this fight. A lot of reasons. Uh, first and foremost, just the stylistic matchup between the two now now i know you when you guys were uh you know hyping it up and uh doing the preview to bring us in you said i was 100 on Khabib. i'm not 100 on Khabib. i've never been 100 on Khabib. this fight is fucking awesome for the simple fact that it is striker versus grappler in the most like in the most classical sense and it is 100 i think it's fucking brilliant matchmaking i'm glad connor came back to do this fight and i can't fucking wait for saturday it's gonna be amazing but i do think Khabib's gonna win and a lot of factors go into that, not just, I mean, I know you guys were talking about Joe's picking him because of uh, the ring rust being out for two years, and uh, you mentioned, yeah, he's been training. Of course he's been training, but, I mean, I mean, ring rust has been a thing. I mean, even Don, though Dominic Cruz says it doesn't exist, it exists. A lot of the great fighters come back, and they got that ring rust. And uh, I'm not sure if Connor can shake off that ring rust uh, in time to defend the takedowns that are coming. Uh, another reason I do uh, believe Khabib's going to win is because, these two guys, they're, it, it's crazy how, how similar they are with two different styles. Uh, they're both pressure fighters. I know Connor's looked at, at Reese as like a counter striker because of his uh, 
his counter uh, shot that knocked out Aldo and then the counters that he was landing on Eddie Alvarez um, that finished the fight. But uh, I just, this basically is going to be two pressure fighters, fighters going forward at each other. That's what Khabib does. He pressures, he pressures, he pressures. And the last fighter that pressured uh, Connor the way that Khabib's going to do it was Nate Diaz. And that's one of the ways you beat Connor is you take away that left hand of his. You get inside, you get close. He may be throwing that left hand, but he's not throwing it with as much power if he, as if he was when he's got the length and the reach advantage. When he's using his reach and his length and his strikes to keep you on the outside, that's when his left comes, and that's when it's deadly. You get on the inside like somebody like uh, Nate Diaz does, and you know Diaz took away that left. Sure, he got in the second fight, he got caught with a couple, but towards the he was taking, you know, he's, that's what Connor's going to do. He's going to come right at him, and he might take a couple shots, but, I mean, he's taken some nasty shots from both Michael Johnson and Edson Barbosa. And, you know, he just kept coming. The dude, you know, for all the talk Connor has about, oh, the dad weak chin, your weak chin. How the fuck does anybody know he's got a weak chin? He's never been dropped in a career. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, you know, people think this way. And, uh, yeah, I just I, – I, now, granted, there's a way that Connor wins that fight. I, if, if Khabib comes in, Connor times that and catches that left, and the left is as powerful as – people hype it up to be even though he's really only knocked out one person with that left then yeah he ends the fight i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna deny that part but i mean i just think khabib's pressure and and the, the crazy thing is when khabib gets inside when he gets inside he gets you against that cage which is where connor does not want to be that's when the real bad shit happens because khabib is a master of the underhook his awareness with the underhook is just unparalleled compared to any other fighter um so, like, you could be fighting to get the underhooks to get back, and Khabib is going to be aware of that at all times, and he's going to be constantly getting that underhook back because that's where he's going to have the advantage in the clinch against the cage, and that's where a lot of his takedowns come from, a lot of his trips, a lot of his judo tosses. That's, that's where his advantage comes in. And I don't know if Connor A has the stamina to withstand that for more than a round, maybe two, or B has the strength to compete with somebody as big and as strong as, as Khabib is. So, and then, obviously, we see what happens when Khabib does get you down. It's a fucking, it's a, it's a mulling. <laughs> so, so Robert, uh, real quick, Keith uh, chimed in and said, the only thing worse than your analysis haircut, uh, do you care to defend your haircut <laughs> live on this show? <laughs> I will, I will, I will, I will n- neither deny nor confirm the validity of Keith Schillen's statements. Kids <laughs> can see the haircut. Do you, do you want to defend your choices that you've made? Because, I mean, I'm jealous of anybody's hairstyle because I, I ain't got <laughs> nothing left. Defend uh, your choices. Have you ever sat down and been like, uh, man, um, what am I doing? What am I doing with my I, life right now? Oh, that, that, that just justifies it. I live in Southern California. Okay, so, fair enough. <laughs> and I don't know if he's talking about the hair on my head or the hair on my face, but this is about as good as it grows. Um, <laughs> it doesn't get any better, any worse. Like, if I just let it keep growing, it grows in all Joe Dirt, white trash-like. So that's about it. Uh, um, all right, cool. Uh, all right, so let's, I mean, should we just do the, the questions we were going to ask uh, since Blake's on and, and it kind of defeats the purpose, but... I do, I do want to read to uh, uh, Jim in the comments real quick about... Uh, uh, some of his comments real quick, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm, go I'm following for the show while I'm on it. Go for it. Yeah, Um. so in, in regards to Diaz having a thousand times the chin that could be, you don't know that. Like, we don't know that yet. I mean, Diaz, sure, he's he, he's known for his great chin, but unlike Khabib Nurmagomedov, Diaz has been knocked out. With the head kick. Put him out. They had to throw the towel in. So, um, 
that's my response to that. Michael Johnson wobbled him with one shot. He did not wobble him. That is a that is false. That is a falsehood. He knocked him off balance, and Khabib just kept coming. Khabib, he was jumping in. He was stepping in. Johnson caught him with some wild swinging punches, caught one right clean on the chin, and Khabib took it. He stumbled a little bit, came right back at him. That's not, I, don't, I don't think that's wobbling in the term that I think he's using. Uh, I could be, I mean, maybe that's what he's talking about. It made him stumble. But when I think wobbled, I think, oh, shit, you know, one or two punches can put him out. I didn't think that. That was more of Joe Rogan's hyperbole that he likes to use in the uh, the uh, commentating booth. And um, yeah, uh, stand up looked awful against the fighter side of the top ten. He's talking about Ali Quinta when he Ali Quinta is a top ten talent. The only reason he was outside of the top ten is because inactivity he took time off to get his real estate license and had that little contract dispute with the UFC. He easily could have been a top ten talent. He you know he, he's come back. He starts people aside from. You know, obviously, could be not to mention could be Namagam or Ally Akinta is a wrestler. He's a wrestler by trade. That was where he came from. So, I mean, that, that's not where Connor came from. So, yeah, I mean, and I, I, I don't know. I, I, I take offense to saying that it, it looked awful when he jabbed out Al's face to fucking mush, man, for like an entire round. I mean, it looked awful, but the man still won the fight like 50 43. <laughs> so, I've watched the uh, Johnson fight multiple times, man. He, he was not wobbled. To the questions. Him and him and Jim are having a back and forth. It's better than anything that I could provide. I'm like, uh, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, way to way to pick up, man. You're, you're welcome. I grabbed that time. <laughs> you really ran. Bro. You really fucking killed it while I was trying to get uh, Blake on the line here. So way to just fucking step right in there, man. <laughs> Um, Robert, we didn't get to we didn't get a chance to talk about this the last time you were on the show. Um, Eminem, MGK, we the beef had just started, but M didn't respond the last time you were on the show. Uh, How you feel about Killshot and uh, and how that whole thing ended up? Oh, with Killshot, yeah, yeah. You think? Yeah, it was. was... I I caught that part because it was kind of breaking up the. Man, I love the song. I mean, it. It. it I, I see a lot of people talking about MGK and, and Rap Devil being better, uh, but that's only because it's catchier. It's got a nice auto tune hook to it. That's Shut that's the about fuck it. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> oh, I gotta have this guy on my fucking. I gotta have this guy on my fucking screen. I can't even fuck. Right. Shut the fuck up. Are you, are, you, are you done yet? Like, I'm glad that you had your open platform to fucking talk. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, are we real now? What's in here, pick you up. Oh. Is this is this is this Connor Blakeweather or is this Floyd Blakeweather? I can't tell which persona you're gonna pretend to be today. Oh shit! Snap! Coming in hot. Motherfucker, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show, man. Uh, I don't know why you couldn't get in before, but I'm glad you got in now uh, because. Now we can finally kick things off. They, so don't, they don't want to let these Mexicans in, bro. They don't want to let these Mexicans in the border, bro. Listen, bro, you can be, you know, I'm not down with racism, bro. Hey, hey Joe, whoever you sending this to, bro? You know Sorry, that's Joe's fault. He sent it to the wrong side of the wall. That's Joe's bitch <laughs> figuring this out. Hey, bro. Sorry. I'm, I'm not allowed over there. Come on, man. All right, Blake. Uh, we yeah, talked about this before. You weren't able to get on. Um What's the bad blood, man? Like you and you and Robert were cool with this invite, and then next thing I know, all hell's breaking loose, and two boys are going at it. Uh, what's the what's the deal, man? No, nah, listen, man. Motherfucker, want to want to keep him down. Uh, motherfucker, want to keep him on down and say that 
I'm trying too hard on the comeback. Listen, bitch, like, we should be lucky that I'm not, listen, I'm focused on my job. I'm focused on my day-to-day. Um, that, that I'm not promoting it as hard as I used to. And I get it. Like, maybe numbers will be a little bit lower. But talk to me when you have 900-plus video views, okay? 900,000-plus video views. Talk to me then, okay? Listen, because you've talked to me about your beginnings. You've talked to me even low-key. Like, hey, you gave me some loot to talk talking about. We still going to be friends after this, bro? Hey, that's how we kill the fucking bully before you fight. Like, that's not what that's not what a winner says to – yes, that's some loser talk right there. So I already know I'm going to come in and, and come drop heat. Uh, I don't like to be kicked when I'm down. That's some shady shit right there, dude. Like, that's not even fucking cool. So you did take it offense. Okay, you did take offense. That's cool. That's cool. Motherfucker can't take a joke. Fucking Snowflake from the Red State fucking takes everything to offense. Bro, we're turning blue because all your people move in here, so shut the fuck up real quick. (laughs) Okay, all right, all right. Hang on, hang on, guys. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, Blake, uh, Robert had to defend his haircut earlier. Do you want a chance to defend your haircut? No, because I ain't got a cut. Yeah, I'm going to get a cut tomorrow, so we'll talk about it then. <laughs> All right. We can finally do how oh, you wanna... about you talking about the fuckboy part? you talking about the fuckboy part? Or are we talking about the fact that the fuckboy part gave me blowjobs while y'all trying to text me in the motherfucking <laughs> day? Listen, bitch, I had a fucking busy day, dude. What the fuck are we talking about? Why in the fuck are we talking about right the fuck now? Talk to me. All right, Blake. Uh, Robert had his chance to give his analysis. Uh, why is Connor going to win this fight? Um, you know what, for the in, for the in and out, uh, that I could, um, uh, you know, hear Rob, hey, where the fuck is my, where the fuck is my shit for the in and out? I could hear Rob. I actually, the crazy thing is though, man, we beefing, but you usually don't agree with people you beefing with. Like, that's the thing. Like I agree with on a lot of shit. Like Khabib was not rocked when Michael, I'm, I'm, I'm going to build up to my point. Y'all just let me talk. Um, you, you got it, bro. Khabib you was you. not rocked when Michael Johnson tagged him. Um, I, I, I feel like that was such, I remember watching, I was studying film tape for Khabib and, and Edson Barbosa. And I was like, who the, f-? like, did all the fans just like hop on Rogan's dick when he was like, Oh, Khabib is wobbled. Like they must've, and then they must, that must've just stuck in their mind as like a, a one line clip um, because Khabib has, I, I've watched all of his fights this week just to refresh. Like, I don't really need to, but listen, man, I've been away from the game so long. Like it's like, some alcohol blocks some shit out your your brain. Uh, <laughs> bitches block shit out of your brain uh, as it goes along a six month single stand. And and you know what? You forget some shit. So I forgot some shit about Khabib's fights. So I went back to go Khabib's fights. And granted, I could not find one where he's ever been rocked. Like so, that's that's kind of the scary. That almost. I was thinking about it today. Um, as soon as I got out of out of uh, the shower after I got some head, uh, <laughs> really? that, like Connor has been. More, more rock than Khabib has. Like it was. That's a scary thing to think about. Like uh, we've seen him in more trouble. Granted, he's been exhausted when that's happened. We've we've never really seen Khabib be struck when he's exhausted or when he's he's like been thunderstruck like that. Um, so I say all that to say, first off, I want to agree with Rob. If we're going to agree to disagree on anything, I'll leave that there. That's that's fine. Reason I think though. O'Connor can win. Um, and I thought about this yesterday. I was, I was working out because, you know, your, your boy trains with, with real fighters and shit. He, he talks with real coaches and uh, he gets real punches thrown at him. Um, but I, I was talking, I was thinking about this as I was just shadow boxing in the gym. And, and I, I'm thinking about it like since Connor, since the start of Connor's career, 
despite losses, like, whatever, man. Like, wins, losses, matters one by the In the sense that, that Connor, for most of her, has fought against orthodox fighters. Um, and, and that's just, it just blank that period, the end. Like, he has. Connor, I mean, Khabib obviously hasn't fought against many Southpaws. So I say all that to, to set this up. So Connor, when he's training, and this isn't even in fights, but when he's training, part of the training is dedicated to take down defense. No matter who it's from, no matter you know, no matter what it is, no matter if it's single leg, double leg, um, against the cage, in the cage, cage, these are the things that you are working on time and time again, whether it's just 25% or 30%. A lot, he spent a lot of time doing this. I don't feel... Like in those in those fight camps that Khabib has had, he has um, seen the same injuries that Conor McGregor has seen from people who try to take him down. I don't believe he's seen the same injuries. Southpaw fighters trying to devastate him with the left hand, with one the reach, with uh, two the timing, with three the footwork, uh, five the pressure. Like all these things, I think he's seen that as much as Conor's seen injuries. It's all about injuries. The, the reason that like somebody like Floyd Mayweather is so good, such a good boxer, is because he's seen every single entry pretty much that a boxer can do tie and either neutralize him, try to tie him up, or try to back him up. And when you see these entries, you start to create patterns in your head as for what the anti And I just feel like on that sense, and this is my own original thought, I'd love to hear some of Robert's original thoughts because um, it just sounds like a bunch of shit that like anybody can say because somebody else was popular on ESPN it was popular <laughs> on another podcast I've not heard this thought and I've listened to a lot of I, I've listened to a great deal of podcasts in the last you know since I, I, I had yesterday off man I, I, all I've done was just been study 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 like I'm studying for the SATs and and and, and that's that's good for me that's healthy for me but I, I say all that to say the injuries Connor has seen him more frequent when it comes to takedowns as he fought somebody with power to clinch. Let's, let's separate all that. I don't think Khabib has seen the injuries that Connor can do with when it comes to that that left hand. And one thing I've said since the beginning, Connor and Khabib's gonna get hit with the left hand. Eventually get back up, whether it's by the end of the round or whether it's he gets up on, on his own accord. I can't I don't know if it's gonna be the same way when it comes to Khabib, to be quite honest. All right, man. Uh, so let me jump in here. Uh, there, there's uh, there's some chatter going on. Uh, we'll get to the, the questions in a second. But first, we want to figure out who we're going to cheer for, and we got to do the Craft Brood Sports way. And that is with zero actual uh, analysis, no, <laughs> no real foundation. And so here's what we're going to do. Uh, you're going to help us decide who we're going to cheer for. You guys each have about 10 seconds per question to make your case. Uh, we're going to ask you a series of questions. You have to decide how to answer these questions. The best answers are going to win our loyalty for the guest. Question number If Suge Knight Jr. is telling the truth and Tupac is alive, why would Tupac want to hang out with your fighter that you're backing in Malaysia? Blake, we'll go to you first. Are you, uh, so, I, I, I'm sorry. What, like, y'all yeah, cut off. What was yeah, that? yeah I'm, <laughs> I didn't quite get Christ. that either. You know, fucking flip this table. If Suge Knight Jr. <laughs> Is telling the truth that Tupac <laughs> is alive. Why would Tupac want to hang out with your fighter in Malaysia? Blake, you're first. This is fucking Motherfucker, shit. you keep cutting. All right. 
kill the fucking video feed. Kill the fucking video feed. This shit's over. This went. This is completely off the rails. We waited. Kill the fucking video feed. If telling the truth about two being alive, why would he want to hang out with Connor? Or could be. Who's hanging out with Connor? Is it Suge Knight Jr. or is it Tupac? Tupac! Tupac. God damn it! They're <laughs> right. asking Tupac's alive. And, okay, if Tupac is still alive, why Man, would he you want guys to- get off the fucking show? Blake and I'll handle this. Jesus Christ. Hang up on them. Hang up on them both right now. Drop the fucking... Uh, drop the video. Drop, drop Yo, Joe. I'm not even playing around. What the fuck? God damn it. <laughs> I don't know what was funnier, the technology part on Blake's end not being able to get in, or the technology part on our end of not even being able to get the fucking question. We Jesus wait fucking Christ. 20 minutes for Blake to get on the goddamn call. We hear way more. The, the whole thing. Just hit us with, Fuck it, we'll do it live in the comment section. That the whole thing building up to this was we are going to have these guys on billing this as MMA experts Holy talking fuck. about this huge fight, and we're going to completely derail their points with stupid fucking questions and then we sat through in-depth mma analysis that's over all of our fucking heads everybody was just eyes glossed over like i was watching the they know they know their stuff robert and blake clearly know their shit that's not our audience our audience is like they want dumb shit (sighs) fuck man That was the biggest goddamn train wreck I have ever seen. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Blake, Robert, thank you guys so much. Go check them out if you want real MMA content like what you got to see here. Uh, Loaded Joe's MMA podcast and MMA to the max. Uh, Clearly not how we wanted that to go. That was a nightmare. Yes, goddamn degenerate dark road of Dune. Yes, let's. Should we talk about how last week went? Yeah, let's. We go all ahead and lost. Do that. All right, moving on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> three losses last week. Everybody lost. Joe had Cincy versus Atlanta. Uh, he picked Atlanta and was uh, giving five and a half points. Cincinnati won that game straight up, so Joe's out on that one. Scott had Pitt minus three against Baltimore. And they got their salads tossed. Yeah, rough, <laughs> rough one on that one. And then I had Ohio State minus three and a half versus Penn State. I said Penn State always shits the bed in big games like that, and they did, calling a goddamn draw play on fourth and five to end the game. Dumbest play call I've ever seen, <laughs> ever. And then their, their coach was like, ah, oh, they need to take better notes. Yeah, coach, that's the problem. That was the issue. It wasn't that you didn't let McSorley throw it on the last play of the game on fourth and five. Uh, but Shout I was out to Theo joining us tonight. Too. Hey, Theo's what's up? <laughs> what's up, Theo? Uh, Theo, you missed it, man. Great show so far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he was there for part of that shit show. Uh, Ohio State uh, was minus three and a half, and uh, they didn't cover. So it was like I lost twice. Basically, on that one, because Ohio State won, but I still lost. It was like, well, fucks. You did that in the most Mike way yep. possible. Uh, so, anyways, those were our three losses. So, we all have to throw at the dartboard this week. We have new punishments added to the dartboard. Uh, we have added slap bet to the dartboard, I believe. I think that's a new Aren't one that we. supposed to be doing fucking push ups tonight. God damn it! Yeah, we were supposed to be doing Drill Sergeant. I thought about that uh, during the whole we'll MMA And we could have just been telling you to do them the whole time. 
we'll save it. Uh, we'll save that for no. Time. We can start now. Nope. I mean, me, Joe and I get to decide. And uh, well, no. if you didn't decide, that no mean, that's your fault. No, we, no. We push-ups. started at the top of the show. So. No push-ups. All right. Well, then punch. No push-ups this week. Oh, next week. Uh, so we added. Ah, we added slapjack. You motherfucker. What else did we add in this week? We added the sandwich. The Earnhardt oh, sandwich. Oh yeah, the Earnhardt yeah, yeah, yeah. sandwich. Uh, Joe, tell everybody what the Dale Earnhardt sandwich is. So supposedly Dale Earnhardt Jr. is out here living in his best life and his favorite, all-time favorite sandwich to have is a peanut butter and mayo on wheat sandwich. Ugh. You got to eat that whole But it wasn't, it wasn't peanut butter, was it? Or it, it was banana, banana and, and mayo. mayo. I'm sorry, That's banana and mayo. Because peanut butter and mayo, I'm like, I could, I could have that. Banana, the banana and, mayo and mayo on wheat. That consistency is disgusting. That's going to be rough. All right, who's going first on All the? Uh, there. Who's going first on the degenerate dartboard of doom this I week? I got my ass kicked the most. I'll go. All right, Scott is going to throw first at the degenerate dartboard of doom. Keep in mind, everybody, we will accept your punishment. So tweet at us, hit us up on Facebook, um, whatever you got to do. You can get in contact with us, and uh, the best, <laughs> the best punishment that people come up with, we will uh, give you uh, a Minuteman gift card for doing so. Scott is about to throw at the board. Uh, guarantee you, Scott goes lower middle. One on toss. One. Everybody knows the rules. Here we go. One throw at the board. Lower middle, <laughs> right where it always slap that. Slap that. Uh, so wait, Boyle said Dale Earnhardt Sr. doesn't have a favorite sandwich he's because dead. he's dead. <laughs> uh, so Scott. Loses and gets the slap bet, so that means Joe and I get to each slap him one time. Um, just open palm, just like on How I Met Your Mother, which was probably my favorite part of that when we had to explain that to you. That was the least white you've ever been when we had to explain to you I've never watched How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> uh, Joe, do you want to go next? You want me to? Okay, I'll All go I next. know is Doogie Howser's in it. <laughs> so how about them Braves, huh? Fuck you. Losing for nothing. Yep. Fuck you. Oh, that's not good. That's not That'd be the Huck Finn. Oh, that's Huck not bad. Finn. I can do. What is the Huck Finn? I can't uh, Huck Finn is where you I have, have to wear to overalls during the show. And a overalls straw and a straw hat. That's not bad. Uh, With a little straw yeah, thing hanging out of his mouth. I'll that's trade. It. I'll trade you. Nope. I'll take you that any day. Uh, Huck Finn is way better than. I've got, I've also got quite the collection of punishments built up now. So I have the Huck Finn. I have to do the Instagram All of mine model. Are physical. I have to get in the fucking bathtub. I have to get slapped, and I have to do push-ups. What the fuck? I mean, that's your fault for hitting the same spot in the dartboard every time. You I'm gonna throw. just start like <laughs> aiming at the ceiling. Oh, I also need the icy hot undercarriage. That's gonna be awful. Uh, all right, Joe stepping up to the dartboard for his throw and his punishment this week. Uh, Joe, of course, free last week. He's hit the bullseye three times warming up. I'm just throwing that out there. Go ahead, Joe. Whenever you're ready. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Good. <laughs> Hitting him with that Burlon Jinx. Uh, here comes Joe's throw. Oh, that looks like 
Purple. Art by Jude. Oh, uh, so my son on your face. My son gets to draw all over Joe before one show. Can we combine these and on the show where Joe does booby tassels, we also have him do art by Jude so that we just knock them all out. We knock both of them out I, one time. I'm fine with that. Right. He, he would look sexy with art on his face and booby tassels. Yes. Uh, cool. So that's what we're going to do, Joe. We will combine your punishments uh, before you go on your vacation. We're going to do booby tassels yes, and art by Check Jude. Check me out next week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably looking good. Uh, degenerate dartboard of doom. I'll let you slap me first if it makes you feel any better. <laughs> oh, it will. Oh, it will. Wait a second. Do we have to do the slaps all at the same time, or can we spread those out? Like, can it be at it's any point? It's one slap. No, no, but we each get one. Oh, okay, yeah. But I thought but you like, said slaps. But like, like, if wait it's a minute, hold on. If it's like slap at night, does do we both have to go on the same night, or can I yes, wait? Yes, yes. Can yes. I let it linger and wait That's until fine, like one time? But it has to happen within the night. Mm, that's so that's on fun. your fucking. That's, that is, that's not as fun. Yeah, it's not going to be delayed. We go I feel it. like that's going to be one that we don't do on the show. Uh, I feel like that's one we do pre-show, and then you have to do the show with like just two handprints on your on both cheeks. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into our picks for this week. Then um, Joe has graciously cut up all the games, uh, figured out the lines for all of them, which this week's slate is really fucking tough to pick. Before we do that, though, yeah. um, who sponsored that, um, let's say, okay-ish <laughs> phone call? Would you like to shout them out there, Michael? That call is brought to you by Rally House. Next time you need to suit up and rep your team, be sure to go to 12OnSportsRadio.com. Click the link on the right side of every page. Rally House has gear from every major sports league plus NCAA. Hold on, hold on. We've got Rally House on the line. Even not cool. We're, we're good. Gear. We're good. Help out the station. I ain't got to mention this for that. 12OnSportsRadio.com. Before placing your next order, that's 12OZSportsRadio.com. Rally House said, nah, nah, that ain't us. We didn't sponsor that shit show. <laughs> Really, I was like, we sponsored that missed call. Did you guys? <laughs> we sponsored Blake's technical issues. Cool. We sponsored the call from Drew that came through as soon as you went live. <laughs> like, before you did the pre-show Good reads. Lord, That's the call man. we sponsored. Um, I'm so disappointed, man. That has me so heated. I'm just so pissed off. That you were so pissed off. It was actually kind of funny. <laughs> hoping, Hang up the phone. I'm hoping, God damn it. I'm, not, I'm serious. I'm Hang up the phone. It. Cut the call. I'm hoping it saved Your it. anger? Yes. It did kind All of. All right, good. That's At least we get something out of that. 6-6 uh, tie in the Penguins game, Joe. 6.30 to go in the game. Um, there's, a, there's your update from God damn it, JB. All right, you got these games ready to go. I'll pick first this week. These we talked about this before the show. These games we don't want any of them. Like, no, none of these games. Sucks. I have a feeling we're gonna have another three throw uh, week. It's the game I said I wanted: Jacksonville, Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City is it. given three points, so I am gonna take those three points. I'll take Jacksonville and the three points in that game. That's as solid as anything. That's the that game been, I wanted, baby. That the road I would have taken. And here comes something I absolutely didn't want, and... I fucking said, no, I'm throwing this shit back. Who'd you right. get? Who'd fucking you get? Cincinnati-Miami. Yeah, that, that, was the that trap game. game you don't want that trap want. game, because that's a, that's a six-and-a-half-point spread? Six-and-a-half. Yeah, you don't want that game. No. That's a, that's not, a rough like one. I hope you get it again. I'm so good <laughs> Fuck me. I really want you to pick that well, game. damn it! <laughs> Did you get it again? That's the best. All right. You, you're locked in now. Cincinnati versus Miami. Uh, Cincinnati giving six and a half points. <laughs> Who's your pick in that one? <laughs> oh, shit. 
Wait, but Joe, but, pick one out. I'll give it a minute. Okay, here, someone. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. You know, that's pretty funny. <laughs> like, that's pretty funny. Who's wait? Who's his pick? Come on, we gotta get a the bitch. Pick. I said, go ahead and pick, and then I'll pick. God, give me a minute. I All need right, to you think this one through? Fucking that's cool. Uh, Tank said, Mike's stereotypical wait, wait, drunken <laughs> anger did help for once. <laughs> didn't you do like a podcast where you picked the score of the game? And yeah, he did. He, uh, Flying pigskin, Scott. As a matter of fact, during that episode of Flying pigskin, Scott started saying to Popo. Uh, I'm not picking. I, I don't know a score in this one. And then proceeded to give a score at the end of his pick after he had Cincinnati winning. <laughs> Joe, who do you got? Uh, so the first game that I picked out was one that I've been very scared of. <laughs> and it would be uh, Bowling Green Toledo. Yeah, that's the one you said you didn't want any Toledo part of. is 21 point favorite. Wow. 21 points for Toledo over Bowling Green. Ooh, I might ask for them. What points. was my score that I gave in that game? Because I can't remember now. No. no six point thing. I don't think. No, I think you gave. I think you. I don't think you had them covering the six and a half points. I don't remember. Uh, Toledo. I'm no, I did. I back. had them winning by ten. I said that they were. Oh, 31 21. Yep, yep. I'm taking Cincinnati. Wow, Scott taking Cincinnati, uh, given six and a half points. Wow. All right, minus six points. It's only. A, it's only a touchdown. They can win by a touchdown. This is where having faith in Cincinnati sports okay. is totally going to butt yep. fuck. Real bad idea on your part, Scott. <laughs> Real it. bad idea. Joe with his second pick. Second pick. Uh, Auburn, Mississippi State. Mm, Auburn okay. is a four-point favorite. Okay. I will be taking Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, yep. that's easy call. That's a, Auburn minus four, you said? Minus four. All right. There's your picks for this week. Uh, Joe is giving up four points uh, with Auburn versus Mississippi State. Scott giving up six and a half points. Uh, Cincinnati taking on Miami. The only, uh, no, that, sorry, Joe has the only college game. We have two pro games. Uh, and then I am getting three points taking Jacksonville uh, against Kansas City. Degenerate dartboard of doom. Whew. This was a rough week, man. This was one that we said it from the start. We were like, none of these sound good at all. Uh, Keith says he's actually entertained by this. Good job, guys. Thanks, Keith. Appreciate that. See, man, it's not that hard. You can just say nice things every once in a while. You don't have to troll everything. It's cool, man. Uh, all right. You guys want to talk some MLB playoffs? Uh, you're going to hit them. There it is. There's the logo. Uh, let's talk some MLB playoffs. The Cubs lose two games to get knocked out. They lose. First of all, is this the first time that MLB had two game 163s? This is yes, the first time, right? They've never had two of them, mm-hmm. uh, which I feel like MLB needs as many of that as possible. Like that made the end of this season so much more exciting because you had two teams. You didn't know who was playing where you didn't know who was going to end up being the, the division winners came down to a single game. Uh, losers had to face off in the wild card. You basically had a double elimination pre-tournament before the playoffs started, which is super cool that it really needs to happen more often. I know people were down on the one game playoff in general because, you know, oh, boo-hoo, the Yankees won so many games and then we're going to have to play one. Fuck them. The one game, the one and done scenario makes it so much more interesting and having two like that where the losers then faced off against each other, it was fucking fantastic. I feel like that that's how it should be every year, but I, I'll take it whenever we can get it. Yeah, uh, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I can't believe the Cubs lost both games at home. That's the other crazy thing. It wasn't even like 
Like everybody was talking about how Colorado got screwed because they had to play three games in three days in three different time zones. They played East Coast to end the, the season. They went out West to lose game 163 against the Dodgers and they came to the Central time zone and beat the Cubs. Everybody was talking about how the Rockies got screwed in that scheduling and they ended up coming out of that wild card uh, playing game, which is phenomenal Cubs and have now lost lined, to the Brewers. <laughs> yeah, Cubs had everything lined up for them absolutely perfectly and shit the bed twice at home. I, it's pretty epic blowjob there, but <laughs> I mean, they just won the World Series two years ago, so if I'm a Cubs fan, it's like, ah, it sucks. Yeah, they whatever. don't give a shit. They're good I'm, for another still, 100 years. I was going to say, I still got a hangover from the World Series if I'm a Cubs fan. So How are cares? your boys looking right now? Oh, they're um, down 4 nothing. so down fuck my four life. Down 4 And you said... The team you didn't want the Braves playing was the Dodgers. You were like, two I reasons. really hope they don't have to play For two LA. reasons. One, because they'd be playing in this time slot, which was going to be late. They were going to get the primetime bullshit slot, so it meant all of the times were going to fuck my work schedule. And two, they just don't match up well against them. I wanted Colorado just an easier matchup. Plus, L.A. Uh, after the Cubs, to me, were the best two teams in the NL. Well, I don't know, though. The Brewers, man. God, the Brewers are, Brewers are really, just, really good. Like, they're so, I was just about to say, they're so sneaky good. Like They're a team that I feel like has been overlooked all year yeah. long. And, uh, I mean, part of that is due to the Cubs' collapse uh, towards the second half of the year where the Brewers were able to get into that spot to get that elimination game in 163 and, and win the division. When the Brewers just went about their business and were quiet. I mean, they're just not a team that gets much <laughs> national recognition. And so they... You know, you're not just not paying attention to them. The Braves played them, I want to say, end of July, beginning of August, and they just beat the shit out of us. And I mean, they were, it was like, damn, who are these guys? Because they were good. And they kept it up through the rest of the season. So, I mean, they're another team that I wouldn't have wanted to play just because I felt like, eh, shit, they just got too much going for them. But LA is just a, a monster of a matchup on paper. I feel like, though, all of this talk is kind of pointless because, in my opinion, the World Series winner is coming out of the AL. Sure. I don't, I mean, I think the NL is just playing for second place at this point. Mm, I felt like the. <laughs> I mean, and then they didn't even make it, but I felt like the Cubs had a really good shot against any of the AL opponents, but since they're not in it, I don't know. I could still see, though, the Brewers, the way, they're, the way their team is set up, they could shut down those teams in the AL. Like, they're, they're, their pitching is set up exactly how you would want it for the playoffs. That's, that's where it is to, to win these games, yeah. and that's what it's going to take to silence those bats in the AL. I I mean, the Brewers to me probably have the best chance to win. I would say they're the yeah. The I would say they're the best shot to to, to win, win it, it out of the NL, and yeah. I I don't think they will even come close. I feel like if I you think look they'll at, make it to the next round and then lose. If you look at all the teams, if you just rank all of the playoff teams, I think the AL has at least the top three spots over before yeah. you get to the Brewers because I think you got the Red Sox. Uh, for sure, but only one of them can make it. So right, no, 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 it right. I'm really just saying. Matter. I'm saying the AL has to be heavy, heavy favorites going into the, the World Series, regardless of who gets it. But even if it was that third ranked team, though, I mean, that's that'd be third versus the first. If you're saying out of the NL, so I, guess, I mean, that's yeah. that's not heavily favored. But I mean, yeah, if you're looking at Boston versus anybody from the NL, complete mismatch. Like they. Those two teams, and even I think the Astros pretty much against anybody in the NL. Yeah. Now, the Yankees, I don't think, are that far and away better than any team in the NL. No, fact, I, I actually, the I would and put, the Dodgers are pretty evenly matched. I was going to say, I would put the Indians ahead of the Yankees. Oh, really? Yeah. I think the Indians are, uh, I think they got better pitching, and 
I feel like the Yankees... I just can't ever trust Cleveland when it matters, so... Uh, I mean, that's fair. That's a fair point, that's but... That's the only thing. That it's, the, it's just when it matters. It'll be like, oh, here we are again with Cleveland. They'll figure out a way to not do it. Uh, JB, no, we are not keeping the lines closed. Uh, 44037-DRUNK. You can call the show or text us. Um, sometimes it just doesn't ring through, man. You just got to keep trying. Like, we're not... We're not blocking you on purpose. The The line just doesn't always ring. Uh, so just keep calling back, and then eventually it will ring. And then once you get through, nine other people try to call during your call. It gets really <laughs> fucking annoying, and it makes me want to blow shit up all over again. Um, all right, anyway, so let's make your pick for the World Series. Who do, you've got, who do you have winning it all right now? I think it's got to be Boston. But Ugh, does that hurt to say? It, well, no, you don't know why it hurts to say because I don't trust their starting pitching right now, and that's what I think is is going to screw them over. If anything's going to screw them, Chris Sale not being a hundred percent, I don't trust their starters. Yeah, so I mean it's a shaky pick of Boston. I think Boston Milwaukee is probably your World Series. It's a good World Series. Uh, Crabber Sports, who's this? Nobody gives a shit about Milwaukee. It's JB, goddammit. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey, hey goddammit, JB. What's up? Oh, don't give me that goddammit, JB. I tried <laughs> to salvage your technical issues for you, so how about a little respect here? I th- hang on. I think I did a pretty good job salvaging that. Uh, you can suck my dick, because I think I did a pretty <laughs> damn good job at salvaging <laughs> the technical issues. Oh, yeah, with your, with your I'm just giving cookie-cutter shit I've heard for, like, uh, who knows how good many one. good ESPN one? You nailed me on that one. Yeah, bullshit analysis it. of MMA fights. Yeah, you killed it on that one. That's exactly what I was doing. Anyways, JB, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? You. That's cool. Yeah, what do you want to oh. talk about? It's hockey season, boys. Come on, why are we fighting? We, we got to well, because that's what they do in hockey. I mean, it's legal in hockey. Uh, <laughs> well, it's kind of pointless to do it over the phone. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Anyway, what's with the so, calls just being dog shit today? <laughs> All right, JB, what do you Joe, got? Uh, what do you got? I appreciate on your uh, your choice of of attire for the evening. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. Good, good, good one. All right, All right. Well, good talk, uh, is that it? Is that what you wanted to say? No. So, I, you guys <laughs> probably didn't see the uh, the Tom Wilson hit that got him suspended for twenty games. Oh, is yeah, that the I dude did. that got suspended in the preseason? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yes. him. I saw it was yeah, the last game that. of the preseason. Yeah, yeah he's a cunt. <laughs> to borrow a term so, from Blake Stevens. <laughs> so I, I, what I'm trying to get at with that is, um, as far as like a hit like that, do you think it was something that was worth a quarter of the season? Or is it was that something that was more like a reputation uh, suspension? Yeah, that's a that's – uh, Vontez perfect thing. If he That's hadn't, combination, if I he mean. hadn't had the the issue in the preseason, then it's he doesn't get twenty games there. Like that's right. That it's essentially just piling on. Uh, especially since there was so much backlash with him only getting uh, you know a couple games during the preseason, and everybody was pissed about that punishment. So then they're like, all right, we got to bring the fucking hammer down on this guy, and they hit him with twenty games. All right, good talk. All right, JB. Good hearing hearing from you, man. Uh, We'll we'll talk to you soon. Uh, Yeah, speaking of hockey, though, uh, cheers, man. Should should we get into who we're we're supporting this? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Um, 
I gotta, I gotta say the comment uh, that is out pretty there, good. Uh, for those of you that aren't on Facebook Live, listening to this on Twelve Ounce or uh, or on your favorite podcast app, uh, Boyle chimed in and said, "If I wanted to hear someone mumble for four minutes, I'd listen to modern rap." <laughs> <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. Uh, fantastic. All right. So this year, Joe clearly is a Penguins fan. He's always a Penguins fan. He will always be a Penguins fan. So Joe will be cheering for the Penguins. Uh, Scott and I, we're not really big into hockey. Uh, we've tried to support a team in Vagabonds, the past and, and follow them. And and I think the problem is uh, hockey doesn't get the, the television coverage that other sports do. So like, if you had claimed you wanted to be a – you know, whatever fan for in the NFL for the season, you have a much better chance of seeing that team on, on TV with hockey. You get like two games a week that most people can see like it's Sunday and Wednesday. And that's like it. Uh, And those are only two games at a time. So we've decided that uh, what we're going to do this year, I'm going to be a blue jackets fan. I'm going to follow Columbus uh, just to give myself and Joe a little bit of rivalry here. Uh, Plus I'll actually be able to watch the games. Scott is going to follow a team. For a different reason. Um, I'm going with San Jose because I got a lot of black news. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Going with the racial component. We did the research. Well, we didn't current, do the research. Joe yes. did the research. Lots Joe came through. Lots of current black players on that <laughs> roster. How so. many of them can you name? I don't know. But you motherfuckers. Vander Kane. I heard him say a Vander Kane is on the. Uh, they, but I don't know. I haven't looked at the roster. Shit. Can you give me a chance to at least look no, at no, the no, roster? No, no, no. That's fine. It, I just I was just oh, making okay. the joke. I wasn't really oh, making you, you name the players. Yeah. All right. So so Scott is going purely on the number of black hockey players, which is. The, the Scottest way to pick a hockey team no that doubt. I've ever seen. Go Sharks. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite. Do that uh, hockey. <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk, uh, let's talk Stanley Cup odds. We do this every time where we pick our winner for the Stanley Cup, and uh, it's way too early. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen. Uh, Joe, who is your pick for the Stanley Cup this year? I know. I already know. Okay, moving on. Uh, the Pens are also twelve to one odds to win the Stanley Cup. Are and we doing? They'll still be there. In the end. Are we doing shot bets on this? No. Why? We, don't, we usually wait till the playoffs to do this. All right, the all, right the all right. Well, I mean, we could do that too. Like, we could do multiple shot bets. It's not like we can't. Jeez, you're just trying to get out here and get shots in you. I'm man. just trying to get fucked up, everybody. If <laughs> did you miss the beginning of the show? We need to be hammered from the go on this show to to have get anything to go well. Otherwise, it's a goddamn train wreck. I need to get fucked up on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe then you'd pick a good game. (laughs) He's got a point. I've tried it drunk. It doesn't work. Even then, I'm still still fucking terrible. Uh, You need Miss Cleo to come back and help you out. I miss Miss Cleo. Oh, man. That was a good good bit. The Miss Cleo bits. Back when when we recorded two days before we released it. (laughs) Two dudes, one mic. (laughs) Uh, Scott San Jose's twelve to one odds to win the cup. Uh, All right, cool. Before the season starts, you going with your boys? As long as the black players stay healthy, we'll be fine. Cool. Uh, my team that I'm following isn't even listed in this top uh, bracket here. So apparently, the Blue Jackets suck. Did I did I hitch my wagon to a team that's terrible? They're, they're middle of the pack right now. Had a couple starting the season with a couple injuries, a couple knickknacks, and uh, we'll see what happens. Mm, that means they're not going to be good. So in that case. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with the favorite, <laughs> and I'm taking the Maple Leaf. 7-1 odds. Uh, they are the current favorites. You know the favorite never wins in hockey, right? 
First time for everything, baby. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also a Canadian team. Yeah, and that's one in like Canadian team. Uh, w- well, they're new, have, right? They're would due. you have guessed the Capitals would have won last year? Sports are fucking weird now, man. Teams that never are supposed to win, win. I don't know what's happening. There's this weird shift in sports where all of us... The Browns won a goddamn game. They almost that, won another one. Is that a shift? Right, we did. Is that just... <laughs> Odds, like the exactly. odds, the odds that they wouldn't ever win a game. Thank again you for proving my low. point. Yes, a Canadian team and the, <laughs> the preseason favorite to win. The odds are eventually it will happen, and I'm putting money on it that it happens this time. <laughs> um, can we get one more check on your Atlanta score before we get into uh, consumer candidate and the uh, still fucking four nothing and the motherfucker? Yeah, week. All right, still cool. four well, How far into that game is it? Bottom of the four. Oh, that's not far. Oh, and the Braves have already changed pitchers because, you know, that's how the playoffs works. Right. All right, Consumer Candidate brought to you by Tavor. Um, Fuck me. See you in game two. (laughs) Uh, Brought to you by Tavor. This week we have uh, Due South's Brewing Isle of Magordo Ale, uh, pumpkin beer. It's pumpkin beer month for us here on the show, so we're going to be doing lots of pumpkin beer. Um, This one's a 5.5% ABV pumpkin ale. Um, Joe, I'll let you go first since you just had that one little sip. You're going to consume their can it. Um, wasn't bad. I'd probably, I'd probably actually drink a full one just to get a, but wasn't too heavy on the spices and I'm not a big pumpkin fan and a lot of the pumpkin didn't come through for me. So I would try it again just to try and see if I can do a full one. So, so you're going to consume based on lack of, uh, info. You're, you're consuming because the pumpkin beer doesn't taste like a pumpkin beer. Cool. That is cool, correct. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right, Scott, consumer can it, bruh? This is one of those ones. I feel like we keep forgetting, or it changes our mind after the fact when we think about how much one did this one cost. Mm, that's because a that question. is really going to affect. I, I will say, without knowing the price, solid beer. It's fine. It, it held up. It, it's passable as a pumpkin beer. You know, it's a little light in the loafers as far as ABV. Uh, you know, you could drink a lot of them, I suppose, and not really feel. I, I'm not feeling anything, but how much did this cost? $3.50 per can. Nope. I'm canning it because there's no way that this beer is worth $3.50. That's can. cheap, bro. What are you talking about? $3.50 per can? That's a cheap craft beer. Mm, I feel like when you buy them in volume, at $2 is closer to cheap than it is $3.50. I don't know. That sounds high. How much did. I mean, we paid. We bought them by the can, so... Right, you buy it by the can, so there's an upcharge. If you were to go to a bar and you got a craft beer for $3.50, because you got to think think bar price is not shelf price. If they set them by $3 a a pop and you're getting six of them, that's 12 bucks. Yeah. Mm, That's not crazy, I guess. Well, that's know, that's though, crazy for yeah. a five point five percent beer. Price. That's what I'm saying. Five bar prices. You got to go. Oh, bar you got prices. four, right? Okay, yeah, you got four. Yeah, you got to go bar prices. If you're if you go to the bar and you order this beer and you get your tab and it's three dollars and fifty cents, you're like, damn, I just got a craft beer for three fifty. All right, sweet. I mean, I guess it's not it's not bad. I've had worse, like, and I, okay, I will say this: when compared against its pumpkin brethren, that I had that dogfish head fucking pumpkin. Yeah. And that shit sucked. So <laughs> compared to this, I'll, I'll consume it. I'll go ahead and consume it. All right. Consume. I yeah. am going to can this one um, only because it it wasn't enough of a pumpkin flavor. Uh, I like pumpkin beers, and this one didn't deliver. Thank you, Brendan. Brendan said all. 350 a can is bad. So that's what I thought. Well, I just want to know what 
uh, Valley Vineyards has it priced at. How's, how's it priced compared to Zombie Dust? <laughs> That's, That's what I want to know. Uh, <laughs> Probably overpriced. Uh, anyways, um, I'm going to can this one just because it wasn't very pumpkin-y. Um, it's too light. If I want a pumpkin beer, I want one that's got some heft to it and 5.5%. I can get that in a hams, basically. I don't need to, I don't need to go 350 a can for a 5.5%er. Um, so I'm going to can it. Um, just not. If you're a pumpkin beer fan, there's a, there's a reason why this one was rated 59 at rate beer. It's just middle of the road. It's just not a, it's not great. It's not terrible. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a bad beer, but I wouldn't buy it again. So I'm going to can it. So two consumes in a can on Due South's Isle of Magordo pumpkin beer. Um, we're getting blown up by Blake, by the way, right now. Uh, hey, man, Blake he couldn't figure out technology. Blake and Robert, they're both calling us amateurs. Blake said he called maybe 12 times total all night, got avoided harder than a baby daddy not going to Maury. Blake, you yeah, called during the second. fucking video. We were call. avoiding him? Yeah, we, we sabotaged our own show by trying to ma- not let him on. <laughs> you, called during, you called during the video call, man. Like, you're trying that? to... You're trying to get like a three way, like, hey, let me beep in here and then you guys can conference me in. That's not how this shit works, bro. Um, Consumer Cannon brought to you by Tavor. Uh, let's get into Motherfucker of the Week. Um, this week, we your options. We remember. Op- <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, this week, your options were the MLB for releasing Addison Russell's punishment hours after the Cubs got eliminated uh, and they were up against the Washington Capitals who uh, did their banner unveiling last night and didn't mention their coach, didn't show him once, completely acted like he never existed. Uh, Scott, who's your choice for Motherfucker of the Week? Caps. Mm-hmm. Because I still think that the the MLB suspension, I, I, I don't know the rules, and I'm not 100% sure. I'd have to look it up. But part of me thinks that I think he would have got time served, and the Cubs basically had distanced themselves from him anyway, and he wasn't going to play. So any of those games that he would have potentially played in the playoffs or would have been on the roster but not playing or whatever would have counted as time served and they didn't want to let him off the hook. So I think, I think that the MLB might have been doing something actually non-motherfucker-ish. It's just that the timing was so weird and I don't know if that's the full rule. So if that's not the rule and they were just like, oh, hey, we'll just kind of brush this under the rug with, yeah, they're out of the playoffs and by the way, we spend it on some wrestle, then that's where it becomes motherfucker-ish. Either way, to not acknowledge the... First and only coach in your team's history to have won a Stanley Cup for your franchise after coming up short multiple years in a row against the same damn team, finally getting over that hump, and then just acting like dude doesn't exist because you're pissy about him signing for more money somewhere else. I'm super petty, but that's petty as fuck. Yeah, I like, it's that's I think this awful. one's pretty clear. The Capitals, like like you were saying, I, I feel like this is mainly just MLB just poor timing i don't think it was planned to go down that way i think they likely would have suspended him at that time no matter what so if the cubs had won that suspension probably would have come out and he would have been out the rest of the playoffs so it wasn't it it was just coincidence that it fell after that wild card loss and that make the optics make it look worse than it actually is Mm -hmm. but the capitals dude that's a dick move bro that dude brought you your first cup and you know, Matt Stanton had commented on the, the post and said that he feels like the Capitals won in spite of their coach. And that's a fair point. Maybe that's the case. But I feel like a coach has to have some, like, that's the dude that, that 
put the lines together. He He's the one that made this happen. He may not have as much of impact, but I feel like coaches in general at the pro level don't have as much impact as they do at, at other levels. You but they got win. impact, bro. You can win in spite of players sometimes. But you're not going to win in spite of your head coach that you had had for years. It wasn't like, oh, well, he was an interim and uh, we just won, you know, because the, the talent was just too good and we had fired the guy that was there before him. Then you can maybe make that argument. But for a guy that you had faith in and had around for a few years, then the only reason really that you got pissy is because he asked for more money than you thought it was worth. Like, fine, let him go. It's a business. All right. No hard feelings. Give him a tip of the cap at the banner raising and then move on. Mention his name. Show him in the video. And then I said, nobody is acting like you had to fly him in. Right. Gush over him or like retire anything that had to do with him. Just acknowledge that he was part of of the team do what most right do well and maybe they will i don't know if the islanders if they play in washington anytime soon maybe there will be something where they have a ceremony pregame and there better be i don't think there will i was gonna say there okay that's how we'll know that's how we'll know how motherfucker-ish the capitals are yes if they don't do something to like mention it the first time the the islanders play in washington then they're supreme motherfuckers (laughs) joe how did the votes shake out this week well, I'm with you guys too. The cap it would be the Capitals. Wow, Joe but, just um, jumping in. Normally, when I ask him, he's like, "I don't give an answer, but uh, I just give the results." <laughs> but, so this time, um, I don't ask, and he's like, I'm with you. But, um, <laughs> "America is divided." What? I thought it I, is I, what? a fifty-fifty. Wow! Split. How many votes? Thirty-four. Uh, wow, uh, that's a solid number of votes too. Mm. 50-50. Wow, that's interesting. Although I will say, though, maybe people, and it's fine, if they're just voting strictly off, it's Addison Russell and domestic abuse, and that's all they saw. They I mean, that's kind of where we are like, in our country right now, where it's just like, hey, that shit had to have happened. Fucking sit him down. Right, yeah. And so people are just dismissing anything that has to do with it. Uh, I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, again, I have 50 50. Is this the first time we've had that happen on the show? I feel like this is the first time a nah, poll has we had one. We had one like a couple months one. ago, but I forget. Yeah, what it was, was way back when, but I don't crazy. remember what the actual vote was or what the two Craziness. things were. Craziness. Uh, all right, well, there you go. That poll's open if you guys want to share it out and keep voting um, on Motherfucker of the Week. Uh, this has been a show, everybody. <laughs> we, we did something here. We, we uh, talked. Joe shaking his head at me like I'm the asshole because he, he didn't laid play on the sound it. Cue? After. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty motherfucker yeah. but uh, uh, that's fair. I did have other choices for motherfucker of the week and who I was going to name, but I decided to take a high road on that one. Uh, but I think next week it'll know. be Robert versus Blake for motherfucker <laughs> of the week. How about that? Uh, thank you guys for tuning in and. And thank you for hanging on. Uh, it, I really appreciate the people. If that, you, if that you stuck around through. to see Mike's anger, then you are a winner. Payoff. I hope the payoff was uh, was good for you on that one. Uh, I, I tried. Uh, follow the show anytime at Craft Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Burlon. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie Four. Make sure you hit us up on Instagram. I will be paying up on that punishment here soon. So uh, you'll see me dressed as an Instagram model on our Instagram here very shortly. Uh, check us out on Twelve ounce radio uh, be sure to hit up uh any podcast app you got lose losers get posted there uh shout out to 12 ounce sports for hosting us thank you guys so much for tuning in cheers everybody get it together atlanta fuck 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com.